the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. I'm Rich Thomason. House Speaker Pelosi, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, they've been on the phone, but apparently no progress toward breaking the logjam over another round of COVID-19 relief. The call, initiated by Mnuchin, according to sources, is the first time they've spoken since talks collapsed last Friday. But instead of indicating movement toward a detente, both sides underscored how entrenched the negotiations are and blamed each other for the stalemate. Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer released a joint statement that said Mnuchin had made an overture to meet but also made it clear that the White House wasn't moving on either the price tag of the legislation or what should be in it. It's unclear what, if anything, could break the stalemate. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Unemployment claims dropped below one million last week, the first time that's happened since March. The Trump administration planning to ask Congress for $105 billion to help reopen the schools. Vice President Pence says it's just part of the aid the administration wants to provide to help get children safely back into the classroom. We know that it's best for our kids. We don't want them to fall behind academically, but also uh, we don't want our kids to miss out on the counseling that they receive, special needs services, as well as all the nutrition programs that are available just at our schools. No details yet, but President Trump announcing what he calls an historic peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. A huge wildfire north of Los Angeles near Lake Hughes. L.A. County Sheriff's Captain Ron Schaefer says evacuees being asked to remain in their vehicles out of COVID-19 concerns. If they have the resources that they can find hotels away from their primary home, that will work. Uh, otherwise, at this particular location, they will be staying in cars and they can have small animals. And he spoke with KNBC-TV. On Wall Street right now, the Dow down about 55 points, while the S&P is two points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-308-6638. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-308-6638 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-308-6638 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-308-6638. Public health experts. If you've got kids or grandkids in school, how about a great Christian education for them? Some of the Twin Cities' best private schools. And doing it for half off, our half-off tuition program. A lot of interest right now. Just go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. It's half off for your first year for a new student. Like It Matters Radio is next with Mr. Black. He's live from Sturgis. Forecast for this Thursday. Partly cloudy skies in mid-80s. Dan Proft sees the teachers running the schools. The evidence on in-classroom instruction based on the an assessment of the trade-offs is so overwhelmingly in favor of in-person classroom that no rational person could be opposed to it. And yet in big cities across the country, the teachers' union bosses and the politicians they control continue their protestations. The Dan Prof Show, weeknights at 8 on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth.
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And yes, as Lee Michael said, I am live from the 80th annual Sturgis uh, Bike Rally. And man, uh, I got to be honest with you, outside of heaven, uh, there would be no other place that I'd rather be right now. It's I've been here all week. Uh, and it is a blessing. You got the fresh air. Uh, you got the motorcycles. Last night we walked downtown, and uh, I made sure not to go left. It was so funny when I was walking downtown. Larry's uh, uh, one of my good friends, and he's the administ- one of the ministry leaders here. And he goes, "I'm going to go downtown. I want to get me a skull cap." Uh, get my bride a, a something, and he goes, okay, just go down this way, see the Harley-Davidson park lot, go through the Harvey, uh, Harley-Davidson park lot, cross the street, there'll be some booster. He said, don't go left. <laughs> he like said it more times, don't go left. Uh, and when I got downtown, I know why I was not to go left. Uh, because certain things you don't want in your head. You don't want to see certain things in your eyes, especially if you're a married man, a man of God. Uh, certain things you want to keep out of your eyes. Either. Amen. So, uh, amen, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I, I want to talk today about fear. You know, fear is an acronym. It's false evidence appearing real. But today I'm actually calling the show The Spirit of Fear. You know, we talk, talk that we're a... Uh, uh, three. We have we live on three levels. You know, we live on the physical plane, like plants do, right? Plants live on a physical plane. The physical, you can touch them, but they don't talk to each other. And then you have the the uh, spirit. Uh, I would say a mental, social uh, plane, if you will. Like an animal lives on the physical plane and that mental, social one as well, because animals can process, can think, they can communicate, right? But then there's that, that higher level uh, that man lives on as well, and that's that third level, which is the spirit level. And when I say the spirit of fear, it's because it's not just a little bit of fear. It's an all-encompassing fear. You know, I like to drive. I drive a lot. And uh, as I'm driving to Minneapolis, which I hope to do sometime in the near future, if they would, uh, Democratic leadership would let down the chains they have around that city, uh, but, you know, we drive through Texas, and sometimes it takes me six hours uh, just to get through Texas. Six hours. It's a big state. And there's one area, uh, right as I'm getting ready to the state line, uh, where there's cattle ranches. And, oh, my gosh, there's one place, I think, a, a Tyson Chicken Ranch somewhere. I don't remember where it's at. But it has this smell. It is so encompassing. I mean, it. yeah, it, it's almost sickening. I mean, you can't roll down the windows because you let the air in. When the window's up, it's still in there. It, it's almost to the point where you can taste it. You know, it, one it, of those, it, it, like, it, it, ugh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like really bad. That, to me, is what the spirit of fear is, when something all-encompassing you. It's like when you're in a steam room. You know, when the steam comes on, it just, it just envelops all around you. 
That is what the spirit of fear is. Uh, and it is huge. Uh, it is big. And, you know, God tells us that we were not given a spirit of fear. I think it's in Second Timothy. But yet, what's going on right now is the spirit of fear is encompassing, engulfing uh, America and people. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I don't think it's happenstance. I don't think it's by chance. I think it's directed that way. I think it's intentional. And I think it is so uh, that you will basically not vote for Donald Trump. They want to do everything they can to destroy America, the system called America, because, you know, it's evil. It's all white supremacy. Uh, it's all hateful toward black people. Uh, it's suppressed people for 250 years. Uh, it's the worst country that was ever created. If you ask Antifa or Black Lives Matter or Democrat progressives or Antifa, i got to get rid of all that stuff. And so we're going to talk about it because psychologically uh, you can deal with this in a proper way. And psychologically, I want you to know this spirit of fear is killing you. Uh, it kills our marriages. It kills our relationships with people. Uh, it, it kills ourselves. Uh, and boy, it's, uh, it's killing a lot of relationships. First, I want to share with you a, a poem by uh, Katie A. Brown. It's called Pain Ends. She says, breathe in the fresh air. Put your mind at ease. Let down your hair and let it flow in the breeze. Let your eyes wander to all the beauty to be seen. If these toxic thoughts you still do ponder, then let out a scream. Scream until the pain is gone, until you no longer feel afraid. Open your eyes to a new dawn. Let the darkness fade. No longer compare yourself or your flaws to others' perfections. Take the negativity off the shelf. Focus on your direction. Pick the sadness up off the floor, sweep it into the wind, close the door on self-hatred, and never, never, never let it back in. For the lies it would often tell you, you will no longer agree. Happiness and love are what you should hold on to, and they are whom you should give the key. Pay no attention to the toxic thoughts. Listen to those who adore everything you are. Overthinking was what you once were taught. But now, those thoughts you put in a jar. Focus on your goals. Never lose your fight. It's time to open new scrolls. Everything will be all right. And see, when we live in a spirit of fear, it affects everything. You know, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals are released based on three things. What you're thinking about, your breathing, and your physiology specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology. And those chemicals make you feel. But the primary source of that is what you're thinking about. You know, I have a guy here that's a, uh, that I'm a good friend. Uh, he's become a friend up here. His name's David, and he's traveled the world. He does a lot of missionary work in the Philippines and through the inner cities. And uh, he was telling me a story this morning. He said, one time, it was back in the, um, I don't know, uh, 90s, early 90s. And he said he remembered he was in one inner city. I don't remember where it was, but inner city. And he said he was stopped at a light. And he said there was this little girl. She had to only be four years old. She was a colored girl. Uh, she was black. And uh, he said she, he made eye contact with that young four-year-old black child. And he, like, smiled or whatever. And uh, he said that this little girl, four years old, looked at him with just pure, like, anger, hatred. And he said, man, who taught that four-year-old how to hate? To look at a white man, and then when he smiled back at her, to just look at him with hatred and vile. And you know where that comes from. That's not natural there. I got a five-year-old boy, Benaiah. I love my little boy, Benaiah. He is such a gift from God. And he loves everybody. He goes up to people. We got, we got to worry. We can't leave him alone because he'll walk off with a stranger. And I know it sounds strange, but he loves people of color. We, he's one of his little friends in the neighborhood. He's a little black boy. He just loves. He goes up whenever he sees him and hugs him. Thanks, brother. He's, he, he wasn't taught to hate. It's natural to love. But I know we, I've been getting a lot of words from a lot of people. I got this one from Terry Carlson, one of my graduates. She's in Virginia. She says, says good morning, in Sturgis. She says, uh, we have been earnestly praying uh, for your team this week and rejoicing in those precious souls who are being saved, helped, and baptized in Jesus Christ. She's all excited with love and living life like it matters. Miles and Terry, just beautiful. And then she sends me something about her granddaughter. 
And her granddaughter, who's a graduate of mine, she said, you, could, you should pray for Claire, who hates that we are here and is afraid we will die. She is flabbergasted that we would do something so reckless. And she said, I told her, God showed me, he will shut the lion's mouth. And she said, they breathe through their nose. Fear. Today we're going to talk about fear, the effects it has on you, what it does, and what it doesn't do. And how do people get so bitter and so afraid? It's interesting. So today, I am Mr. Black, live from Sturgis, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about the spirit of fear. We'll be back in three minutes. Use your head, man. the stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different. As you look ahead to a new chapter this fall, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will be here to help with half-price tuitions for first-time students. To see a full list of partnering schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. We have you surrounded. Come out with your hands up. Welcome back. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. Fear not. Fear not. Remember the, our famous past speech? The only thing that we have to fear is fear itself. And yet fear seems to be the only tool that some people know how to use. You know, uh, fear is a way uh, to motivate people. It's fight or flight. You know, uh, boy, when you're afraid, you're either going to shut down or you're going to fight somebody or run away. Right. And so fear is an acronym. It is false evidence appearing real. And I always tell people I can give you fear's address. 
You know, there are three zones that we live in in life. There's our comfort zone. And if you know people, I, my job is I push people outside their comfort zone. You know, comfort zone, we can get stale and stagnant. You know, our marriages die in our comfort zone. You know, in our comfort zone, we forget our first love, our, our relationship with God. Uh, you know, it, many times over the history of, of the world, history of the church, you know when the church has grown the most, when it's been under persecution. Because fear, like anything else, they, they, it causes a reaction. And one thing we're always at choice is how we respond to things. We might not be able to control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. We might not be able to control the, the cards that life deals us, but we can control how we play those cards. And so, you know, it's interesting because fear can be a powerful motivator or a permanent debilitator. I shared with you two texts. You know, I have this wonderful couple in Virginia who I love. They're prayer warriors for me. And they, they're praying. They're excited. They're excited about the lives we're changing. They're excited about we're setting the captives free and uh, pulling people out of the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And then you have a granddaughter of hers who's actually a graduate of mine who is disgusted by what we're doing. Appalled. Cannot believe that we could be so selfish Gross. to come up here and pour into people and sacrifice our sleep, and sacrifice our comfort, and work, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, and stay up all night in 24-hour prayer teams, sacrifice being with our family, sacrifice being in a comfortable bed, sacrifice being able to go to the bathroom when you want, when you got 60 people in the church, you have to stand in line for 20 minutes to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but we're, we're selfish. We're selfish. See, we get in these comfort zones. And the problem with the comfort zone is we get stale, we get stagnant, we don't grow, uh, we start smelling ourselves, uh, we we just we become just sedate, if you will. And I always tell people, I can give you fear's address. Fear's address is right outside your comfort zone. Remember, I talked about three zones. The first zone is that comfort zone. But let's be honest: if you're living your life significantly, if you're living your life like it matters, and you're being honest with yourself. These so-called comfort zones that we live in, they're not comfortable at all. They're familiar. And one thing I learned a long time ago, people would rather live in familiar pain than freedom because they're used to it. You know, it's the enemy you know versus the enemy you don't know. Years ago, I heard a story, and it was about a, a, a German prisoner war camp. And the commandant of this prisoner war camp was a butcher. He was known for doing uh, uh, experiments on soldiers, uh, just a, a, a brutal man, uh, an evil man. And every morning, the way he would start his day is he would pull out a U.S. soldier, and he would give them a choice for how they were going to die that day. He said, you can either take a bullet to the head, or he would point across the room to a door, an ominous-looking door, and he would tell that soldier, you could either take a bullet to the head or you could step through that door without knowing what it is. But whatever's on the other side, that's your outcome. And so every morning, a soldier would step up, bullet to the head. Soldiers step up, bullet to the head. A soldier step up, bullet to the head. And one day, a junior officer who had seen this happen time after time after time went up to that commandant and said, Sir, what is so terrible? What is so fearful that you put behind that door that these brave men would choose a bullet to the head? And with that, the commandant answered him, and he said, fear. I'm sorry, he said freedom, <laughs> I'm sorry. Freedom. See, he said freedom was behind that door. But these men had to take the risk of choosing it without knowing that's what they were choosing. So, you know, for those that know me, you know, I share openly because I want to give other people permission to understand it's okay, that I had a real tough childhood. Uh, my dad, I don't know who my biological father was, uh, but the man my mom married, 
uh, was a very abusive man, a very angry man, a hurting man. You know, one thing I learned a long time ago, hurting people hurt people. That's why I do what I do. Because if you choose, you can take your pain and actually help people. It gives you empathy. And so my dad would beat on my mom. My dad would beat on us. I can remember many times laying in bed at 2 o'clock in the morning, not being on sleep because my dad hadn't come home. I know he's at a bar getting drunk, and I know he's going to come home, and all hell's going to break loose. Just that fear. And I hated my mom for years. When I got on my own, I was on my own at 16. I was in the Army at 17. And I remember I separated from my family. When I actually came back from the Army because I was in inactive ready reserves, uh, I, I actually lived in my car. I went to UNLV, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And that's why my family lived in Vegas. And I would actually live in my car uh, versus being in the household because I, I despised uh, my dad and I despised my mom because I couldn't believe my mom would choose to keep us kids in that living hell. And so after a while, you know, I grew and I cleaned up myself and I had to forgive because God tells us to forgive, lest you be forgiven. And so I, I started rebuilding my relationship with my mom and I had her, you know, she actually was my accountant and all that, my companies. And uh, I love my mom and uh, I uh, took her around the uh, places around the world, Mexico, New York, so things that she never had because she never had a lot. And I told my mom as we were rebuilding our relationship, so mom, I, I got to be honest with you, I hated you. I hated you. I said, how could you leave us with that terrible man, with that abusive man? And my mom said to me so powerful, she said, son, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And she said, let me tell you my perspective. She said, you know, I had five kids, the five of you. I was working three jobs because your dad would get drunk and quit a job on a dime. And so I'd work three jobs. We were on food stamps. We're on welfare. Yeah, I missed the line for white privilege, guys. I missed the line for white privilege. I've been homeless, been poor, been beaten on. Boy, I'm really offended because everybody else got this white privilege. Where was I? Why wasn't there a sign pointing to the line to get my white privilege? And my mom said this. Son, I was worried that if I left your father, that I could not keep you five kids together. But I knew. That if we could stay together, we could get through anything together. Now, I'm not asking you to judge my mom. It's not my job. It's not your job. She made the decision that she felt was best. But what my mom did is what many people do every day. Many of you listening right now are doing the same exact thing. We choose the enemy we know versus the enemy we don't know. That's what that comfort zone is. That's why that comfort zone really is mislabeled. It's really a familiar zone. And many people wake up every day and live in familiar pain when freedom's possible. But they got to choose freedom. You got to choose freedom. See, right outside our comfort zone is fear. And it's an acronym. It is false evidence appearing real. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. That's it. You know, God, our first role as God is as our Father. And God put an instruction manual out there. It's called the Bible, the Word of God. And it is 2 Timothy. I looked on a break. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. You know, there's almost 400 times where in the Bible where our good father, he's a good, good father, says do not fear. Parents, think about this. What would, you, what would be so important that every single day of every single week, of every single month, of every single year, that you would tell your child the same thing? You know what parents tell their kids over and over and over and over? What's really important. For God to tell us almost 400 times about one time for each day of each year. Do not fear. Fear not. You know why? Because our daddy is not just our daddy. He's also our creator. He told Jeremiah, I knew you before you were in your womb. 
When Moses says, who am I? Pick Aaron, my brother. He's a better talker. God knew Moses. God knows you. And God knows the human being. And he knows how our mind works, how he releases chemicals. And he knows the debilitating effects of fear. It will shut us down. And the devil is the spirit of fear. And right now, that's encompassing America. And the biggest thing the Democratic Party wants you to fear Donald Trump. He's an existential threat. He wants black people to fear that he's a racist. Why? Because if they can keep you afraid, they can keep you on the Democratic plantation. That's why. I am Mr. Black, live from Sturgis, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about a spirit of fear. We'll be back in three minutes. That's enough. Put down the mic. How dare you? what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Dallas-Fort Worth, August 20th through the 22nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. The team at Blue Ox Heating and Air wants to make sure you're prepared for the hot summer ahead. That's why right now, when you buy a new high-efficiency furnace, you'll get a high-efficiency air conditioner for just $27.95. Plus, zero money down and no interest or payments for 18 months. Visit GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air, providing legendary service and legendary care. If you are struggling, the Salvation Army is here to help. For many, the pandemic and the call for justice have created unexpected necessity, a new wave of everyday people who never ask for help but need it now. The need is real and the need is great. The Salvation Army has increased our capacity to serve more people. We are here to help you. Learn more at SalvationArmyNorth.org. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Yeah, obviously. Welcome back to the epic Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. An absolutely bullwinkle, I agree, right? You know, today we're talking about the spirit of fear. We're live in Sturgis, South Dakota. And by the way, I got a letter last night. You know, we I went downtown, you know, South Dakota. You know, here all these evil bikers, all these tattooed evil, you know, right-wing zealots, and they're just evil, they're doing all this. Well, I went downtown, 
and I saw the, the, all the Trump fans, all the Trumps. It was incredible. Boy, it's nice to be a place where everybody has Trump stuff. And uh, they're like, go, Trump. We're going to do this. We love America. R- flags waving. And, man, it's incredible that people that don't look like me, I don't have a single tattoo. I don't have any, any ink or any holes on my body. I've never ridden a motorcycle. And I got to tell you, I feel at home uh, with these people. Love to connect with people. And so I got an email from uh, Leslie Ritchie, uh, a friend of her. She got she said, uh, from my friend Skip, who is working law enforcement at Sturgis, South Dakota Rally. So this person is a police officer uh, here in Sturgis uh, uh, and talking about what happened last night because something happened last night. Uh, and I'll just read from the, uh, the letter. It says, I know those of you that know me well are looking for my daily rally updates about things that happen at the greatest show on earth. And this is from the cop. However, this year, due to everything that has happened in regards to law enforcement and out of respect for my friends and family who may not be overly supportive of my chosen call, I will not be posting much. See, again, people are hating on cops because the left wing, Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, the progressives, the Biden-Harris uh, ticket want you to be afraid. They want you to hate cops because cops are looking, waking up every day want, figuring out what black people they can kill today. Because cops are just are evil. I mean, this is what's going on. We're being fed fear daily by Nancy Pelosi, by Chuck Schumer. People, even if you're a Democrat, is this really the America you want to live in? Do you really want to live in a scaredy-cat America? Because that's what the Democratic platform is. Want you to be so afraid. And wait till they get this, uh, I- uh, this immunization, this, uh, this antidote, if you will, whatever it's called. A, va- a vaccine, sorry. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to force it onto you. You know, they're going to hold your arm down with a legal document and force you to have a vaccination. Boy, you know, be careful. You vote Biden-Harris, and America's days are done. Uh, This will be the normal. But I want you to know these cops, man. I love our cops, and uh, I've had my run-ins every once in a while with cops. I'm not saying they're perfect, because why? They're human beings. But because of the hatred for cops that the Democrats are pushing, the hatred for cops that Black Lives Matter are pushing, the hatred for cops that Antifa is pushing, remember, it's all fear-based. This guy's even afraid to post, and every year he posts because of that fear and that hatred. So he says, however... Sitting here on the porch reflecting on day two, I feel like I should share what happened at the bars closed at the close last night at the, at the downtown. He says the bars closed at two, like they always do. And a large number of folks gathered in the street. You know, you've seen them with Black Lives Matter Antifa, right? People burning things down, people shooting each other, people attacking cops, people burning down truck cars. You know, that's probably happening in Sturgis too, right? So the bars closed at 2 o'clock. Tons of people still on the streets. They didn't want the bars to close. So I wonder if there's going to be a conflict. I wonder if there's going to be a fight with law enforcement. You know. However, that's not what turned out. This night turned out to be way different, this police officer said. He said in, instead of grabbing some overpriced fried food and staggering off into the sunrise, one man fired up the loud stereo on his Harley and started dancing. Within seconds, the entire street was filled with people from all walks of life, all nationalities, black and white and blue and yellow and green, all different people, all different nationalities from all over the world, all over the country. And they were started dancing right along with them. The street was filled with people enjoying their freedom together and not wanting it to end. And the cops let this go on for about 20 minutes or so before they had to clear the street. They had to clear the street that they required to. He said, when we went in to stop the party, you know, they figured there's going to be a lot of problems. So when they went in, it's like, you guys got to go. It's 20 minutes. It's cool. You guys are dancing, all that. But we've got to shut things down. So when they went in to stop the party, there was no rioting. There was no looting. There was no burning cop cars or attacking cops or attacking little kids or attacking white people or attacking black people. Matter of fact, there was no violence at all. Just an overwhelming support for us. I mean, they're supporting the cops. They're cheering on the cops. They're thanking the cops for their dedication, for their hard work. These are hardly Davidson writing people. You got the one percenters out there, the Hells Angels, all that. And what are they doing? They're appreciating law enforcement. Thank Overwhelmingly you. supporting for them, and then they quietly left. They got, the police officers got fist bumps from these guys and gals. High fives, handshakes, selfies. Everybody wanted to take selfies with the police officers, hundreds of selfies, and well wishes for us in our profession. 
A couple guys even tried to tip them. They were going to tip the cops. You know, give them, uh, yeah, for, here's, some, here's five bucks. You know, good intention for their service. He says, for, for, for a short time on Main Street Sturgis, we were all Americans. Remember the days? Remember the days before the Democratic Party and the progressive want to make you fear? Fear everything. Fear going outside. Fear talking to anybody. Social distancing. Put a mask on. Shut up. Just cash your government checks. They're all Americans here in Sturgis. Not liberals. Not conservatives. Not black. Not white. Not pro-Trump and anti-Trump. The skin color didn't matter. He says we're all together. Months of anxiety, anger, divisiveness, fear melted away right before my eyes. Because even as I typed this, this is what the cop said, eight hours later, he said, I am still moved by what happened in that street in Sturgis, South Dakota. He ends it by saying, regardless of what side you are on, moments like this are what America needs right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're being fear-mongered. We're having fear shoved down our throats. That you're supposed to fear everything. Fear this invisible thing. You know, when, they, when I told you I read the two uh, emails earlier, one was supporting us and one was afraid, and how dare us do this? How selfish are we? You remember, and her comeback was, you know, uh, we're going to shut the mouth of the lion. Meaning, you know, that which is going to attack us, that which is going to prowl on us, that which is going to uh, feast on us, going to shut the mouth of the lion. And then her response, the bitter person's response, the fearful person's response, the young 23-year-old or 24-year-old liberal who's been programmed by her groups to hate and fear said, oh, that's okay, we're going to shut the mouth of the lion, but they breathe through their nose. And you know what I would have said? You don't die from a lion breathing on you. You die from a lion opening their mouth and chomping your arm off or your head off. That's how you die. Logical. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I talk about these three zones. There's a zone of comfort, but it's really familiar. And we get stale and stagnant. It's only when we step outside that zone called comfort that we then step in that zone called fear. It's false evidence appearing real. It's an acronym. And the only power that fear has is the power that you give it. In my leadership training that you can read about at likeitmatters.net, it is the toughest training most people have taken, trained law enforcement, military. It is tough. Uh, And it is uncomfortable. I squeeze people. When you squeeze people, what's in them comes out and a lot of fear. And it is out of the box. And as freaky and tough and fearful and weird as our first night is, it's so incredible. Within 24 hours, people get used to it. See, when you function in that zone called fear, it goes away. It dissipates. It's not real. It's a straw man. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. Dr. Susan Jeffers uh, wrote a great book years ago called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. Highly recommend it. It's more tailored toward women, but man, great book. Probably one of the best books on fear ever read. And she says that three levels down, fear comes down to a simple concept that I can't handle it. It's just a chemical response. And she said, once you realize that you can handle it, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. That's the key. We've got to keep pushing. And beyond that zone called fear is a zone called panic. Intense fear. Now, you can function for a very short period of time in that zone called panic. But I would not suggest that you forward your mail. I mean, you will fry your adrenals. But here's the key. As you look at those three circles, the inner circle is comfort. The circle beyond that is fear. And the circle beyond that is panic. I want you to consider what our job as leaders is. is to keep pushing your comfort zone. So those things that used to bring about fear now only elicit a little bit of, film, uh, you know, uh, of, of uncomfortableness, if you will. And as you push through those zones called fear and you step in that zone called panic, the things that used to bring about panic now just elicit a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you could feel the fear and do it anyways, it dissipates, and that becomes your brand new comfort zone. You want to grow, you want to stretch, step into fear. See, our natural inclinations move away from it. You're being played player, you're being manipulated, 
Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats and the Biden-Harris ticket want to make you afraid. You know why, right? University of Wisconsin years ago, or Washington, sorry, University of Washington, sorry about that, uh, did a study. And they said that angry people vote. Angry people vote. So you have an entire political process that wants to make you fearful. You know why? Because fearful people a lot of times get angry. And the sad part is people stand in line for 10, 12 hours if they're angry to vote against somebody. Stunning. And so you got an entire process that wants you to fear Donald Trump. Oh, he's racist. Oh, he's this. He's that. No, he's not any of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to realize what's going on. You're being manipulated. We are not given a spirit of fear. I am Mr. Black, live from Sturgis, South Dakota. We'll be back in three minutes. Use your head, man. You know the thing. Construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity Radio, Sunday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Dallas-Fort Worth on August 20th through the 22nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. Logic. Go, Rocky. Go, Rocky. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Mr. Black, live from Sturgis, South Dakota, the 80th Annual Bike Rally. Uh, and, man, I am so honored to be bringing you radio that's inspirational, educational, applicational. You know, John and I show up at the same time every day. John and I have a date once a week. I mean, once a day, every week. Uh, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're here bringing you radio that's supposed to change your life. 
You know, we talk about like it matters. You know, what like it matters means we want to live our life significantly. You know, what's going on with the Black Lives Matter and all this stuff around the world is people are lacking validation. You know, there's these two words, validation and affirmation, that work so closely together. And sometimes we all need validation. And when we don't do, get that, we attempt to go through affirmation. But affirmation and validation are not the same. We, we get validated from our fathers. First, our earthly father, but most importantly, our godly father. Uh, and again, you look at the black community. Uh, you got three out of four kids grow up without a father in the home. But those mothers are, are sharing their bed with other men. Uh, and those men, when they're not doing what they do with their mother in their rooms, uh, they're abusing those kids. Uh, they're doing a lot of things. I mean, look it up. The number one cause for uh, uh, abuse and molestation is a man in a home who's not the father. It's just the tr- sad reality. And so we got a lot of people that have never been validated because they, men have been told for a long time that we don't matter. Men, you don't matter. Toxic masculinity. The only uh, drug that's illegal on a college campus today is testosterone. So men go away. And boy, men, we know it's like to go to family court. The family court dumps on men, just basically favors women at all costs. And then men just choose to walk away. It's not worth it. Just walk away. So what's lacking is validation. And then we do things to get affirmed. So we, we share our bed with people we shouldn't. We, we act up. We join gangs. We, do, uh, we feel sorry for ourselves. So we say uh, uh, black lives matter. Of course black lives matter. But like Terry Crews said, well, it's about equality. It's, you know, black lives matter is really about black lives better. If you don't believe me, ask Beyonce, right? She's telling you black is king. Well, I thought we're supposed to treat everybody the same. See, Dr. King said you cannot drive out hate with hate. You cannot drive out racism with racism. We need to treat each other by what choices were their own, not what choices they didn't make. That's what Dr. King said. I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. What Dr. King, who's a great man, great man, what he said is judge me based on my choices. That's what my character is, my choices. Don't judge me based on a choice that wasn't mine. I, my life would have been so much easier if I was black. I would have been able to go to colleges, had it paid for. Right now, you know, we got a 501c3, and we're barely hanging on because people are donating to Black Lives Matter, donating to, uh, you know, to all these political candidates. But you got people out there that are helping, counseling, doing all that, that we can't, you know, get money. But if I was black, if my company was black-owned, I'd have a lot of money, millions of dollars sitting out there. And so you got to realize we're being pitted against each other. We're being agitated. We're being fear-based. Because why? Because they need to get Joe Biden in the White House so that the deep state can take over again. They want to break down the system called America, and they want to destroy the man who's in charge of that system called Donald Trump. Even Dr. Drew said this. Dr. Drew, and this was uh, at the beginning of the whole thing. He said media-driven panic over coronavirus is a bigger problem than the virus. He said that the root of the larger problem domestically here in America has been the panic being spread by the mainstream media, the Democrats, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa. He said, quote, essentially the entire problem we are having is due to panic, not the virus itself. He said, I was saying this six weeks ago. We have six deaths from the coronavirus, 18,000 from the flu. Why isn't the message get your flu vaccine? Pinsky, host of Dr. Drew After Dark, said the coronavirus impact has been milder than initially projected. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember, millions of people are going to die. People are going to drop in the streets. You'd have to drive around all the dead bodies in the street. And now they're putting people under COVID deaths that didn't even die from COVID. And people that had one month to live and they wound up dying, but they had the virus in them. They died from COVID or with COVID, but it's all COVID. And a friend of mine said the reason why is because a COVID death is worth about $50,000 to the medical uh, system. So that hospital, wherever, because about 50 k uh, for every COVID death, where if you just die from cancer, die from whatever, it's just a cost. There's no, they don't get any money from it. The entirety of the problem now is that people are being pushed into bankruptcy. Travel is down. Supply chain is being interrupted because of panic. 
Why do you think the Democrats don't want to get you more money? They want to keep things. They need things as worse as possible in November so that they can win, so they can make your fear Donald Trump and get him out of there and get Joe Biden, who's been here for 50 years, never done anything, but now he's ready to do something. And then you got Kamala Harris. Let's be honest. She's, I think, of Jamaican descent. Uh, When she ran for Senate, she ran as the first Indian because she's Jamaican and Indian mixed. So as a first Indian, that's what she ran as. Now she's black. She's not African-American. What, Jamaica and Indian. How is, there's no African-American there. Yet supposedly she's the first African-American. I mean, it's just stunning. Truth no longer has any reality in it. It's just whatever you want it to be. And, and people on the left just believe whatever because they hate Trump. Man, you got to hate Trump. You got to hate Trump. He said that people are wearing respirator masks are engaged in panic behavior rather than preventative measures. It is a press-induced panic that will have real consequences. It will not be the virus. See, if you're going to live your life like it matters, you can't do that. A significant life can't be lived in fear. See, I construct my daily word text. I, if you want to go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog, I send out a text to hundreds, and they send out so thousands of people get this text. And I, what I do is I dress you as a person in three distinct roles. See, living a life of significance happens when Colossians 3.23 and Deuteronomy 6.5 cross. You know, De- uh, Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work hardly as for the Lord and not for men. And then Deuteronomy 6.5 says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And if you're going to do that, you're going to live a life of significance. And if you're going to live a life of significance, you cannot be in fear. It cannot be day and night at the same time. You cannot be grateful and a victim at the same time. Two opposing things cannot occupy the same space and time. It's impossible. And so you cannot be living in fear and living a significant life. And if you're going to live a significant life, there's three roles that you've got to take on. The first one's warrior. And, and you can't live in fear and be a warrior. We're called to fight the good fight of faith. God says it's impossible to please him without faith. And faith is nothing more than a belief system. And we are called to wage the battle of the mind because that's where fear resides. Paul, in much of his writing, uses warrior metaphors. We are called to fight the good fight, to put on the armor of God, to hold our thoughts captive. If we are married, we should be fighting for the sanctity and purity of our wedding bed and our thoughts. If we are parents, then we should be fighting for the innocence of our children from a world that is looking to pervert and twist them into children of the world instead of children of God. If we are in business, we are to be fighting for market share, for viability in the marketplace. If you're going to live your life like it matters, without fear, we must rise to the challenge as warriors. And then the next role I address you as is a leader. We live in a world where people are looking for people to follow. Whether we're talking about social media or daily actions, people are looking for people to follow. Leadership's a loop. It's permission, it's example, it's culture. Are you giving people permission to live in fear or live in freedom? Are you living an example of fear or freedom? Are you creating a culture around you of fear or freedom? Choose. Like, like God said, you got to choose. You got a leader. You got to lead. Are you leading people down a good path of freedom or are you leading people down a path of fear? And the last one is conduit. Ladies and gentlemen, there are only two vessels that we can be as human beings, either a cistern or a conduit. A cistern holds things, a vase, a cup, or a bowl. But a conduit is a pass-through agent. You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the planet. A few underground waterways feed the Dead Sea, but nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. That is why it's dead. It feeds nothing. Many people have poured into us. We have been a receptacle of blessings, of time, of resources. And what are you doing with those resources? Are you holding on to them and storing them up for yourselves? Or are you pouring yourself out to build other people? We've been blessed to be a blessing for others. We have so that we can give. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to give up fear. Fear is not what you want to do. It's freedom. It's courage. Start taking control of what's going on in your head. Quit being played, player. You're better than this. We're better than this. America needs courageous people. I'm Mr. Black, live from Sturgis, South Dakota, helping you live your life like it matters, because it does. We'll talk tomorrow. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself.
You lack discipline. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled, as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com and promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20% on Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. SalemNow.com